1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Manchester
0: City, and the away goal! Rodriguez scores!
2: And then Suarez! Fantastic from Barcelona. Arturo Vidal wheels away, gets a goal inside two minutes.
3: Hello, I'm Lindsay Hipgrave and this is the Champions League podcast. Last night, Manuel Pellegrini's Manchester City were in Paris to face PSG in their first ever Champions League quarterfinal. Elsewhere, Cristiano Ronaldo and Real Madrid travelled to lower Saxony to play Wolfsburg, one of the competition's surprise packages. Joining me for the best BT Sport insight and analysis were Gary Lineker, Rio Ferdinand, David Ginola, Shay Given, Owen Hargreaves, Howard Webb, Steve McManaman, and Raphael Honigstein. Big chance, De Bruyne, Manchester City, and the away goal! Oh, it's a terrible mistake by Fernando.
4: Well, well, that is an absolute catastrophe for Manchester City. Cavani's header. a plot
2: in Paris I think that tonight is, is a good result for us because we draw here and we score two goals but I think that we make a couple of important mistakes that allow them to score their uh, first goal and uh, also unfortunately for us I think that the second goal was in a clear outside we started very well we went from the beginning to score goal because it's the way we play we are not going we are not used to play to try to draw we, we try to to win the game from the beginning, but uh, as I said there was a couple of important things, the offside goal and some of our mistake that, that doesn't,
5: allow, doesn't allow us to, to win this game.
6: It's an excellent result for Manchester City, taking a draw back to the home ground and two away goals to boot gives them a great chance, you would have thought, to go through, but um, I think there's all to play for, both sides um, making errors in this game, giving goals away, uh, but in the end, uh, Manchester City will be far more satisfied uh, with that result than Paris Saint-Germain. And overall, it
1: was, it was it was quite a bizarre game in many ways, Rio, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, eventful scenes going on, different kind of errors uh, and different players on both sides. But a result that definitely Manchester City will be delighted with flying back to to Manchester. They've got a really good chance now to, to, to put this tie to bed, but the quality in this game was lacking for me, I think. Any team watching this wouldn't have any worries about facing one of these two teams in the next round because the quality wasn't wasn't great, but a very good result for for Manchester City. And,
6: and I suppose in many ways, um, it was a gritty performance as well because you know to to have that disappointment of giving away that ridiculous goal just yeah. before half time, to come back and get a two two draw shows yeah. good
7: spirit. Yeah, great character as well away from home, and then to go two one down as well to, to keep the spirits up to to get back into the game and. Before the game, you would have took two-two all day. It's a massive result for Man and and obviously I think they'll be favourites now to go through to the to the semi-final, which is will be special. Mm. The not happy, <laughs> no, is it, from a French
6: perspective, you were very uh, disappointed with Paris's. I am
7: Gary.
5: I, I am very disappointed yeah. because it's probably the first time this season I saw Paris being. Uh, in difficulties in the middle of the park. Normally, they pass the ball forever. They they keep the possession of the ball. They haven't passed the ball well. They lost too many balls in the middle of the park. Uh, They put themselves in trouble. Um, You know, every time they were trying to create something, it was the the, the wrong decision, wrong choice. Uh, So I haven't seen Paris this for the entire season being so poor. As a team, I was saying in, uh, before the game that they were playing as a team, and tonight they, they were they were just uh, desperate to find this sort of spirit within the team.
6: Do you think that's perhaps because the occasion, the quarter final, a bit too much for them, or perhaps they don't play
5: top class opposition week in week out in the that, French league? That's probably why uh, Paris uh, finds so so many. Problems to play against teams like City uh, all year long they play in the league one against very l- small teams uh, very no, I will not say average but you have Paris above everyone and miles ahead. so the, 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 the stage and the quality is not quite there so when you play in a Champions League you expect to play against great players and we have a, one of uh, one of the display was uh, Tiago Silva defending on a it, it happened very rarely in League One to have Thiago Silva so being one of, play, of the top-class, world-class core in the, in the world. So, yeah. I think Paris will need some more to have some more experience. But I have to say, well done, Man City. They're just fantastic, mm-hmm. what a display from City mm-hmm. away game.
1: Done really well. Isn't and to go to Paris and. Yeah. and, and score two goals and come away with a draw is a, is a huge result. Let's not get away from that at all. It's just that the concerning thing is the naivety, on, on, not just for Man City, for both teams. Yeah. If they're looking forward in this, to, in this tournament and looking to progress and looking to get their hands on it, the naivety they showed tonight, they cannot afford to do that against the top mm. teams in the next round who are waiting for them because they will be punished. Teams will score three and four goals, losing the ball in the centre of the pitch, then allowing teams to run onto your back four that we spoke about before the game. That happened countless times tonight. You can't afford to have that happen in, in, in games of this size. this mag- It's crazy. The one thing
6: you need is away goals, and, and they, they managed to get one reasonably early in the game with De Bruyne, who, who was
7: excellent yeah. Yeah, throughout I mean, the night. Yeah, he, he came back at Bournemouth for the weekend, and he's played again tonight, 70 minutes or whatever it was. And you just see his run here, he's kept it wide. He's made Luis, kept the width in the pitch, and he's, you know, it's not great defending. We said at half-time from Luis, he's flicked a heel at it and it's poor from him, but you know, it's a great play from De Bruyne, kept the width to the pitch, and he's got a great, great finish on the end of it and it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic start for Man City.
1: What was great is they won the ball and they were very, very direct and clinical on the counter-attack. Both yeah. goals came from winning the ball from Paris, taking the ball off them in the middle to, to uh, uh, area of the pitch and then going straight for the jugular. And yeah. They were very
5: quick see. on the counter-attack. Mm-hmm. Three passes, 50 yards, ball in the back
1: of the net.
6: It- there a lot of debate about the, the, the goal, the mad goal just before half time. Yeah, Who's because,
5: blame? because Who's we blame? are
1: with a goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you even Joe Hart's gonna be blamed for this goal. I just think that, that someone's got a commanding situation. You're in the 41st minute. Yeah. You've got to have a play the ball and say, listen, okay, I trust my players and pass the ball. Yes, I think Fernando's in the wrong he should play back to the goalkeeper, finish, Joe Hart should kick it. But I think at the same time Joe Hart maybe's got a command situation and say, listen, 41st minute. Everyone get up the pitch Yeah, it's, and then keep, like the game ball, keep the ball game away management, from
7: goal. Game management, there's 41 yeah. minutes gone, we're just one all up away from home, of course, I, I get that. But at the same time, you're passing it to a centre midfielder in the quarter-final of the Champions League. You should be, give, or give it back to you, give it the Otter give yeah, it anywhere. If, if, but if, D- if he can't
1: deal with that, he shouldn't be wearing a Manchester City in a, in a quarter-final. Awful time to concede, but they come out into
6: half-time, they come out in the second half, they're hanging on OK, and then... Then there's a goal. Now we think we think that Zlatan Ibrahimovic might be offside for this goal. He
1: is. Uh, Ibrahimovic is standing in an offside position. He puts Joe Hart off. I think it's I think the comes he think his foot yeah. up, definitely. He's interfering with play and Joe
7: yeah. parries it away. Ferradinho I mean, switches off as well as his man taps it in from the rebound.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I still think Joe Hart maybe could, would think when he watches his back he could do a bit better. But there's no doubt that Ibrahimovic does put him off. But
7: if Ibrahimovic not there, I think Joe just catches it. He's yeah. put him off by flicking his, flicking his foot up. And for that instance, he's clearly interfering with the play. Yeah.
5: There is a, a lot of solidarity between goalkeepers, you know. Yeah. Uh, we well, awesome. We have He's a lot, of, a lot of arguments during awesome. the game, <laughs> <laughs> and he always taking, you know, the yeah. the defense of, of John. and it is good. Well done, <laughs> awesome. well done. an awesome. awesome. well like old no friend as well.
6: Now, now. Having said all that, they came back Manchester City from that because at that point you're thinking, well, they could be in trouble if it goes 3-1
5: or 4-1, but this was a huge goal for them, was it yeah. Fernandinho? Paris was in control. Normally with Thiago Silva and, and, and those guys, they are in control most of the time. Yeah. Tonight against Man City, I haven't seen probably is,
1: is the worst display from the Parisian in, the defense. In, in the French League, they don't have to exert this much energy. Yeah. They don't get pressured like they do in the Champions League. That's the difference. They've got to switch it on like a switch. It's difficult to just turn things on. Mm. Chill, chill, chill in, the, in Ligue 1 and then come into the Champions League and then switch it up. It's and, and also, Gary,
5: yeah, uh, Laurent Blanc decided tonight to play uh, Aurier on the, on, yeah. on, as a, as a right fullback. Mm. I don't understand. He, ha- he, pl- he hasn't played for a month, the mm. kid and all of a sudden he put him on the, on, the, on the right wing. Come on, he hasn't played. And you play against Man City in the Champions League. I think you need the best players who are fit to play and face a situation like that.
6: The last time Pep Guardiola joined the club, they just won the Champions League. <laughs> Could Manuel Pellegrini lead Manchester City Champions League and get the same situation once again for Pep?
1: I doubt it very much, but I think <laughs> personality is... is a a big word, conceding at half-time, critical moment in the game, then going 2-1 down, and to come back and really take something from this game, two away goals, a point, a draw, very good, very good result, very good evening's work for Manchester City.
6: I mean, they've got to defend better at home if they're going to get through still, haven't they, because
7: yeah. there'll be a threat on the counter-attack. It's half-time in the, in the yeah. tie, of course, there's still yeah. a lot to do. I mean, David mentioned before, PSG were very poor tonight, so they'll go to Manchester next week, play a lot better, you would imagine, mm. and... Um, Hopefully, But hopefully they've done enough tonight, Man City, but it's definitely not over yet. Yeah.
5: Well, what is difficult when you draw 2-2 two, two, and you score two away goals mm. is to uh, think about the, the second leg at mm. home. Are you going to play the game? Mm. Are you going to defend? Because you you already qualified. I suggest Manchester City shouldn't defend. Or you attack to score <laughs> one goal. I mean, this mm. is a, a very a tricky uh, yeah. a decision Absolutely. for a manager. What did
6: you think to uh, Ibrahimovic's night? He had a kind of mixed bag, wasn't it, really?
5: Well... Put it this, that way, it, yeah. was a, it was a bad start, yeah. Miss a penalty, well, this one, I think normally he put the ball, did, yeah, he, had, he had some chances, I think in on this occasion, he created a lot of chances, he has been unlucky tonight, Oof. missed a penalty, it is a very, very bad night for him, but we can't, we, we can't say that he, he didn't try, no. he tried a lot tonight, but unfortunately... Didn't happen. One of those nights for him. Uh, now the, the penalty incident early in the game. I mean, it didn't
6: lead to a goal because we saw Hart saved it. But you know, there's been one or two decisions we've debated tonight. This one seems to have split opinion a yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: I, f- I think if, as a defender, you don't give the referee any opportunity to, to blow his whistle. And when you hang your leg out there like the way Sanger did there, you leave yourself open for this kind of decision. And but he did, creates a debate. The when the you're pushing his leg yeah, in, yeah, it, it, it gives the guy in the box and the attacking side the opportunity to hang his leg out there and to, to, to make contact and then create the opportunity for a penalty. I'll, I'll make Sagner a fault there, definitely. I think he was very clever doing that mm. because you
5: can see on slow motion mm. that his left leg is going under yeah. Sanya's leg. So it's, it's very clever, but is under the, the eyes of the, the referee, so it should
7: have been, the you angle, know... yeah. I mean, some, some refs would give it and some would give Luiz a yellow car for diving. He could be sent off also, but... Mm. We said before, Asanya's had a bad touch and then he's made a second mistake by, yeah. by sort of jumping into the challenge a little bit.
6: Right, give the goalkeepers Union a chance to see it and give a bit of praise. Terrific save from Joe Hart from the penalty. Yeah.
7: Chose the right way, moved quickly. Yeah, I mean, Ibrahimovic, he's, he's doing some time wasting here around behind the goal. He's. You know, Ibrahimovic shows he's human as well. You know, he's trying to put him off. Interesting tactics
6: there from Joe. Go behind the net. A little
7: bit of laughing. Yeah, of course. I mean, the refs haven't messing about. Have a drink. (laughs) He's trying (laughs) to put him off, of course, and it just shows that Ibrahimovic is a human being after all. And and he's missed it, but it's a fantastic save. You know, people say it's a good height and all that, but I I look forward to I look forward to um,
6: Ibra's Instagram page where he says, um, (laughs) "How did you do the penalty? I didn't do it very well." Yeah, Yeah. he asked his own (laughs) questions. Quite interesting.
5: He's yeah. got to find a, 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 an answer, yeah. a very a very <laughs> nice answer towards, uh, uh, towards him, saying, it's well, certain, yeah. you know, I normally hit the ball, I yeah. smash the ball in the, yeah. in the centre of the goal.
6: Sherlock's gone to ground, and the referee has given a penalty against Casemiro. Rodriguez scores, and set in for Maxi Arnold! It is a heavenly start to the tie for Wolfsburg!
8: How happy are you after that, Julian?
9: Yeah, really happy. We really enjoyed every minute of the game and uh, of course the result is uh, really really good for us.
8: With the second game in Spain was the plan to really attack tonight and give yourself the best possible chance.
9: Yeah, we know that we can play play football that we are not on the same level like Real but uh, I think the key was the fighting spirit today that we had on the pitch and uh, yeah, I'm really proud of the team and hope that we can uh, manage that the same nearly the same game uh, in the second leg of the of the quarterfinals again.
3: No-one no one saw that coming, did they? What a night for Wolfsburg.
4: Well, it was a remarkable performance from Wolfsburg, but equally, Real Madrid, I mean, we saw signs of it against AS Rome and, to be fair, Wolfsburg punished them today. They were so poor defensively, at Real Madrid. The back four were, were awful. They were all over the place and Wolfsburg could have scored more.
3: How bad were they, Steve?
2: Oh, how long have we got? <laughs> I, I thought they were woeful, I really, I really did. From the highs of getting a good result um, on Saturday to really low lows tonight, I thought they were terrible. Terrible. Defensively, the right-back and the left-back were just all over the place. And then coupled with Sergio Ramos and Pepe, looking as if they've never ever played together. I, um, I was astounded by how bad they were tonight. I really was. Because I expected a real measured, calm performance from, from Real Madrid. And I expected them to, to win. But they never really made any chances well. But I just thought it was terrible.
3: Rafa, the Wolves, eighth in the Bundesliga, they were really badly beaten on Friday by Leverkusen. How can they play like that in the Champions League and be so woeful in the league?
10: Well, that is the big, uh, big question that they're asking themselves. Perhaps it's inevitable that when you make it into the Champions League, that you're a little bit more concentrated on that, knowing this is the highlight of your, mm. of your season, the highlight of many of these players' careers. you got Real Madrid, hard to raise yourself if you're in the table week in week out and that is the big regret I think that after this game they'll say you know exactly what you asked they'll ask themselves why can't we do this more often because this is more of the real Wolfsburg of the side hints of the side that we saw last year who were by far the second best team in the Bundesliga this year they aren't with Dortmund but uh, we saw that they're a useful side when they turn it on.
3: How much credit do we have to give Disa Hecking for his tactics tonight?
10: Well everything worked out for him he played without a centre forward that gave uh, created a bit of space that they exploited so well you would have probably looked at the fullbacks and their positioning which is very undisciplined to say the least and a mobile player like Schurle Might have been better able to exploit it than Bastos who's been out for the whole uh, of the calendar year with a broken foot Probably not quite ready to play there yet And even the introduction of uh, Bruno Henrique who's never started a game in his whole career ahead of Max Kruse a German international paid off because he caused them a lot of problem with his unpredictability. I think he was also unpredictable to himself. But even
4: Guy the at the heart of midfield, Luis Gustavo. Who would have thought they'd get the better of Modric and Casemiro and um, Kroos. Kroos. I mean, it remarkable. Did you
3: like Henrique's performance tonight, Owen?
4: Um, I thought he was uh, lively, but I thought he, a little, he lacked a little bit of end product. I thought he got in terrific positions and didn't really maximise As we said, it was 2-0. It probably could have been more if they took those opportunities. Mm-hmm.
3: How crucial was the decision that led to that first goal, Steve? It came from the penalty spot. Does Casemiro foul Sherla here? It well, gosh? Uh,
2: there must have been contact there, you, you presume, and then Sherla has, um, has kicked the back of his own ankle. It looks, it looks as if it wasn't a penalty. So if there, if there is a little slight bit of, of a touch, then it is a penalty. As I referred to the Alex Obe one at Barcelona, and I thought that was a penalty, even though there was only minimal contact by mascarano So. I presume if the first one was a penalty, that one was a penalty.
3: Good penalty, though, from left-back Rodriguez. Well,
4: he gives him the eyes. I mean, he's terrific on free kicks and penalties. He's, he's had a bit of a quiet season, actually. Last season, he was he was exceptional. He's one of the best left-backs in the
2: Bundesliga. Really it was really goal. important to score the first goal, though, wasn't it? You know, if Real Madrid would have scored the first goal, you would have effectively thought the tie, the whole tie, the two games, were over if they would have scored the first goal through, I don't know, the Benzema miss or the Gareth Bale you know, penalty. Mm. That wasn't. So the fact that they... They got the impetus with that first goal. They really lifted them in the crowd, didn't they? And they thought, you know, we
4: can, we can really get at Real Madrid. I mean, Real Madrid were awful defensively. I mean, we saw it against Roma, they were, mm. they were poor, but today they were dreadful again.
2: It looks as if they just, they just go onto a field and just play whatever way they want. And the managers just must pray on the sidelines that they get it together. Because it looks as if... They just freestyle, they just play how they want. It's like, oh, this is you know, really easy, this. When the right-back goes, the left-back goes, you see Marcelo closing down, walking out, hands behind his back. It just looks horrific.
3: How's this going to go down in Spain? I mean, what is Well, you can't blame
2: the manager, because he's just said to the same team who played well at the Clasico the other day, you know, go out and do it again. I know he's changed the right-back. I don't, I don't know why the right-back was changed, because he was terrible tonight, Danilo. But the left-back and Ramos and Pepe, who played well on Sunday... Go out and turn in performances like that. I mean, also oh, be a manager.
3: You don't think they'll be putting any blame on Zidane?
2: Oh, they will, oh, definitely. Yeah, of course they will. The whole team should get absolutely lambasted in Spain. Of course they do. And the manager will take the hit. You can't have Super Zidane on the front page of a paper on a, on a Sunday and then not say anything today. But, but I
4: think coaches, I mean... Attacking players have freedom to, 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 to go where they like and, and find space. Good players find space. See, Dan knows that he was one of those players. Defensively, that's where players need a little bit of structure, a little bit of organization. As they said, as Macca was saying, Marcelo against Roma was all over the place. All he did, he was so out of position of almost all game. And I think sometimes just to say the fullbacks just drop stay. in, just stay and be organized. Because the two centre backs as well, they they're really away from home today. in the
2: quarter finals of the Champions League. You just say to the, the, the defenders, actually, Let's just let's just stay today. We don't need to bomb forward. We don't need to score goals. Just, the front three. Yeah, we just don't need to concede. Let Ronaldo and Benzema and Bale and Tony Kroos, let them create, we will stay at home today and keep it zero. Yeah, they just went. He went, Danilo, and then Marcelo will go at the same time. And the space was could, all over
8: the place. Could have
3: been very different, Rafa. This yeah. is after about four minutes. Uh, Bale should have had a penalty here, do you think?
10: Probably yes. It's very hard to see because they're coming together at the same time with the ball and I think you can't really see it which contact comes first. You have to slow it down. Here you see it. Bale gets the ball and then Luis Gustavo clatters into it. It It's a penalty. Oh, it's a penalty. If you see it that way, it is a penalty, but neither the ref nor the fifth official did.
3: And this was at nil-nil. Well, Well,
4: Benzema was, you know, Bale caused a threat at times, but Benzema, really good step over against Dante and he went off injured. That's an incredible chance and that was at nil-nil. That would have completely... Change the game such a great opportunity Real Madrid only had three shots on target all game I mean mean, the fact that the fact that the bail
2: penalty should have happened after four minutes you will use it as an excuse but that doesn't excuse the the next 90 minutes after that because they could have then gone on um, you know T- turned those chances made more chances, made more chances, and applied pressure, but they didn't they, they literally down tools
3: And if anything Wolfsburg could have had more yeah. have I poor. tell you
10: what I found really surprising is how little Real Madrid had on the bench mm-hmm. yeah. Benzema goes off these things can happen You'd expect someone came on was yeah. so yeah, quiet to have it? a bit of an impact yeah. Isco was quiet James Rodriguez wasn't even brought on maybe he's not quite in form at the moment That was that was frightening because yeah. The substitutions that Wolfsburg made had much bigger impact Mm. than the ones that Real Madrid made. That really shouldn't happen.
3: The last time Real Madrid came back from uh, a first leg 2-0 deficit was in 1987. That was against Red Star Belgrade. Do you you still make them favourites in the second leg?
4: No question. I just think they need to attack. Score, yeah. I think if they score, if they attack Real Madrid, that defence is is Mm. awful. We even saw Roma, they had so many chances at the Bernabeu which they didn't take. I think Wolfsburg will get chances. As, as Rafa said, Bastos is going to be back fit. Be a good focal point for that attack. And Kooza came off the bench and looked very good as well. So I think if Wolfsburg score, Real Madrid are out. Mm.
3: What will Wolfsburg's plan be then for the second leg, Steve?
2: Well, they just have to be very patient, very disciplined, because Real Madrid will attack and they will, they will start to panic the longer the game goes on if they haven't scored. If, if Real Madrid go and score after five minutes, then they could be in trouble. But if it's 20 minutes and 25 minutes and the, and the game's still nil-nil, they will take more chances, Real Madrid. And you've seen how they play. Anybody who watches Real Madrid play at home know that they're not disciplined. They're not, they can't be disciplined. So if, if you were you, Wolfsburg, if, wouldn't
4: you attack them? You, just, you know, yeah, the first 20 you, minutes. You just
2: go and attack the spaces where you know they'll be. Let Marcelo go, and you go over there. Let Danilo go, or whoever's going to play, whether, I, I doubt he'll play after what you in his performance tonight, and just attack the spaces. Anybody who does the homework, whether it be Roma, whether it be the first leg tonight, knows that defensively they are pff, all over the place.
3: What a game. That is going to be next Tuesday. Real Madrid 2-0 down, going into that second leg next week at the Bernabeu. (music) On Tuesday, Barcelona came from one goal down to beat 10-man Atletico Madrid and take a slender advantage to the Vicente Calderon Stadium next week. Meanwhile, Bayern Munich saw off Benfica to keep alive Pep Guardiola's dream of winning the Champions League with the Bavarian Giants before his move to Manchester. Here's more of the best bits with Ian Wright, Michael Owen, Trevor Francis, Thomas Hittelsberger, Andy Brassel and Daryl Curry.
2: Here's Fernando Torres and Torres punishes Barcelona. In towards Jordi Alba and off Suarez and the European champions are level and Luis Suarez has another one just when they needed it most.
11: Messi and then Suarez. And then Alves, and then Suarez! Fantastic from Barcelona! A quality goal from the best side in Europe. I think
10: we could uh, could be a lot worse, but a lot better as well. If if uh, we don't get the red card, totally unfair for me. In my point of view, it's a striker, second foul, second yellow, uh, second, second card. It's totally unfair. but. Uh, we know, we knew that's gonna be that, that's gonna happen. Uh, it's not easy. Play against Barcelona in Champions League. They are a club uh, with a lot of history. It's uh, it's really dangerous if they go away, if they go out in this uh, qualify. So we knew we have to play against everybody and everything.
6: Barcelona have come from behind to beat Atletico. If Messi doesn't get you, Suarez will. If Neymar doesn't get you,
1: Suarez will. Two-one to Barcelona. And it's all set up beautifully for, for the second leg. Yeah, it is. There's a great interest now in this. It's not over at all. But I think the Barca players, they'll know that they're playing against an experienced <laughs> bunch of players who know how to get results and grand results. They've done it against them a couple of years ago and they'll be very wary. But it sets it up perfectly now. I think Barca's second half, the game plan worked, pushed them back, spread the pitch, kept their width. And the two goals came from from wide areas, from Dani Alves. And it was a, it was a, it was a good good way of playing and showing us how to play against ten men, you do that, sometimes you get against ten men and you start getting greedy and being an individual and thinking you can do it but you've got to play the ball quickly, push them back into their own box, very deep, that was one of the, the, the faults, I think they dropped too deep in the second half. Very narrow. You've got to be brave and, and, and stand your ground but they, they wasn't. Should Suarez have been on the field of play to score those goals? No he shouldn't. Not a chance, I mean you see the frustration, he hadn't really had a kick in the game, that's the Suarez that we've seen many a times in the past and yeah. Listen, we all know he's a fantastic player. When you're doing stuff like that, you've got to be punished. But that's the way he plays. He plays on the edge. This is the type of man he is, the type of person he is. And I think if you took that out of him, you're not getting the same guy. You're not getting the same player. He's a magical centre-forward, though, despite oh, that side, yeah. the
6: ugly side that rears its head, ever and again. And we see so many players like that. You know, you look at the, the great
8: centre-forwards, obviously Wayne Rooney used to play right on the edge as well, yeah. Costa at Chelsea, he's always on the edge. And I think to be a centre-forward and to be that hungry for goals and that, you know, if you don't get a kick for half an hour, you, you just yeah. get so mad, yeah. so crazy, and you can see him and he always you teeters know, on the edge.
5: You
6: <laughs> Well, he did. <laughs> <wasn't>
11: he? <laughs> I didn't want to bite anyone,
6: though. <laughs> 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 do that on, the, on this particular occasion um, the first half was less the story of Suarez as much as the story of Torres wasn't it oh. he you put them ahead first and foremost
1: and then seemed to lose the plot yeah it, 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 he today he was a, a, a disgrace really for, to his team he'll be embarrassed um, he's let them down but here the goal Busquets we spoke about before he's got to come in and identify where the danger is Mascherano could have come out as he was marking no one but PK sees the danger early takes a decision to come out but leaves Dani Alves isolated. Once he does come out, Mascherano's got to get across. Doesn't wreck quick enough. Torres does what he does best: is put the ball in the back of the net. It's a great pass. The weight of the pass, was what made that goal, and the run—he just has to
11: run into space. But, but that's the problem: you don't get with them too much. You don't get to exploit Barcelona like that. Yeah. And, I, and I think if people got the, the opportunity to do that more and pass it quicker, they would be able to, to really get into well, the defensive. Ball and, off the middle. That's, what, yeah, it is. Is. That that's of, what it
6: is. Kind yeah. of thing. The Torres yellow card. Michael, what, what did you make of it?
8: I just thought he made a couple of shocking decisions. Both yellow cards were with Barcelona players going no absolutely nowhere. Um, You do this in the last few seconds. If you're not on a yellow card, then you know just waste a a bit of time. But both of them, you know, Barcelona got Barcelona where they want them, and well. Rio
6: used the word disgrace before, I mean, it's, it's I mean, of, just let everybody yeah. down. Yeah. The, the, the Twitterati, <laughs> a lot of people saying that's a bit of a harsh yellow card, the second one, no. but you no. can't even
1: afford to take that
6: kind of chance when you've already
1: had a yellow card. No, in, in today's football, that's a yellow card, and like you say, he's on a yellow already, why give the ref, referee the opportunity to even think about giving him a yellow card? He
8: almost needs a yellow he, card for stupidity. Yeah, yeah exactly,
1: he's, he's, he's going, back going back as a manager, you'd destroy him in a change room after, because it's he's just let everybody down. It, the lads coming in will be looking at him thinking, thanks, mate.
11: Mm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: you don't want to be playing against Barcelona with ten men, do you?
11: Well, you don't. And um, what, they, what they were going to do and what they realised they should do is, like you said, they, 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 got, them, they got the players wider. So uh, Jordi Alba get wide, see Dani Alves, who set the two goals up wider. And they, Messi seemed to push on a little bit more and they just seemed to just, just really put the pressure on them. You saw how deep athletic, Atletico Madrid were and it was only going to be a matter of time. Barcelona had a lot of chances, Michael. They
8: did, and I thought it was Barcelona's big chance to actually kill the tie when it went down to ten men. Then they got two goals. Mm. Still quite a a long time left in the game. I thought if they can
1: nick another one and take it to three, then it might be all over. I I think what's great about this Barcelona team, when you watch them, they just continuously probe they ask you questions. Are you physically ready to, to deal with us? Are you mentally ready to deal with us over a course of 90 minutes? You might have the first half where you look resilient and you do well like at this Athletico athletic Madrid team did. But second half, can you keep that up? Yeah. That's all they do is probe, 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 probe. You've got to be a well-conditioned team
11: to be able to deal with this. Push this deeper and deeper. Yeah. Especially
6: you, pro- with 10 men. I tell you, probed a lot, Neymar. God,
11: he went close so many times. <laughs> yes, he? he did, and uh, he was unlucky. Um, he's, he's, I, I thought, like the last time I've seen him live, a few times I've seen him live, he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I thought, he, I thought he was quite quiet for him today. Who's going through? I'm going Barcelona. Going to go <laughs> through.
8: I hope Barcelona. Everyone mm. loves to see Barcelona, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I think Barcelona will
1: go through. Just. Yeah. It's going to be good.
0: Juan Fernandez.
2: What a start it is. Arturo Vidal wheels away, gets a goal inside
9: two minutes. Victor, what did you think after two minutes of that match? Well, it
10: was a very, very tough start, of course, but uh, I think we, we came back strong after the goal, and uh, they created some chances, but not like really, really good chances.
9: So I think after the goal, it
10: was tough, but we, we came back strong, I think. In
9: fact, defensively, you looked really well-organized. I know there was compliments from Guardiola before the match, and your team lived up to that.
10: Yeah, well, we are always very focusing to do, to do well defensively and uh, I think we, we did a good game today and uh, we work hard for each other and I think that's one of the main,
12: main things. So much to discuss because we all thought that Bayern would eventually see off Benfica tonight, but they
0: started really well, Trevor, after just mm. two minutes Vidal scoring and then little else to bother about after that. Well, we've seen on many occasions this season Bayern Munich in scintillating form. Tonight, for me, they were unimpressive and I would think it's worrying times for Pep Guardiola because it's not just tonight. I look at the last two league games, Antwerp, Frankfurt, Cologne, both narrow 1-0 victories again tonight. They, they couldn't get more than the, the opening goal. And he'll be concerned. I think going to Lisbon, obviously the opposition have got to come out a little bit more in attack. So I think he'll feel they can get through, but... These are worrying signs. They're not creating enough opportunities for a team that have got so much quality.
12: It's a very good point. They're far from hitting top gear at the moment, Thomas, and yet it didn't seem that way at the
9: start because they scored so early in the game. We sat there saying this could be the beginning of a thrashing here and the opposite was the case. Benfica started to play as a team, good unit, and Bayern could hardly get past them. Yeah, Benfica did recover really well from that Andy And into the second
12: half of the game Jonas who we had discussed before the game He's got a great goal scoring record this season He started creating chances and he maybe should have scored
0: You'd expect Jonas to be a little bit more composed As he might have been just afterwards With of course the booking that rules him out of the second half Well that's week. part that's... of the
12: narrative on this night All of a sudden they've got to go back to Portugal But they're playing without Jonas
9: How big an effect do you think that'll be on them Thomas? Of course it's going to affect him massively you know, Because seeing the challenge here He deserves to get booked And that's why he's missing the second leg And it's, it's frustrating because you have your top striker there He's got 30 league goals and, and that's why you want him in the second leg And so he'll be out it's A tough one here for Victoria In the second leg, what is he going to do Because I think it has worked Playing two strikers, Bayern didn't really do that well Playing out there uh, And that's why I'm curious what he's going to do in the second leg Mitroglou started alongside him He was
12: taken off in the second half But all of a sudden he's got a, a massive job on his hand for the second leg to lead the line maybe Jimenez might come in and play with them but it's a big loss Jonas.
0: It is Um, but I think tonight it was all about you know the back four the way they defended I mean we all thought early on that uh, having conceded that there would be a hat full of goals but um, you know Benfica showed us that they know how to defend of course at home it's going to be a totally different game and uh, you know no two games are the same and there were moments in this match you know when uh, you know Bayern Munich, you thought, well, this is going to be the moment now when they're going to get the second goal. I mean, Lewandowski had an unbelievable opportunity. When you consider that this is a player that's got 36 goals this season, he he, he and Muller, between them, have got, what, nearly 70 goals. They were so out of touch tonight. But the defending
12: was excellent overall. I've mentioned this a couple of times tonight, but Pep Guardiola, Andy, had said that he thought Bayern were coming up against the best back four in Europe. It didn't seemed to be that way at the start of the game but Jardel and young Lindelof in the central defence had a great game in the end
0: That's right, of course, we saw Lindelof in the Euro-21s under winning them with uh, Sweden last summer, but he's playing as a right-back then. This is someone who only made his debut in 2016, less than three months ago. But Jardel has really stepped up. He was a player who was thought of of being not really good enough for Benfica a couple of years ago, but he's really grown into his role, especially in the absence of Luis Al, who's the captain and leader.
12: Yeah, and Renato Sanchez had a great game as well, covered so much ground in that match. Towards the end of the game, though, all of a sudden a few spaces started. You you mentioned the chances at the end of Lewandowski going through, but, Frank, Ribéry before that as well fashioned a chance that was saved by Anderson.
0: Well, he gets the run of the ball here because he, he, he tries to dribble and actually succeeds, goes in between two defenders and he strikes for goal and the keeper, Edison, makes a great save with his left foot. It doesn't matter how you stop them as long as you keep them out.
12: And it's just as well because if it had been two, of course it's such a different game over there. But here's
9: the Lewandowski one, Thomas. I don't know what he was thinking there. I don't think he had a particularly good game. In fact, it was rather ordinary. And just some of this just summed his performance up there. He's one on one with the keeper and he thinks about setting his teammate up there. Philip Lahm making a really good run. Uh, Lewandowski's not offside. And I mean, you could have gone round the keeper, but he sees Lahm and makes a really poor but... pass and, and he stays 1 0.
0: I can not understand a player who's got 36 goals this season. Why would he even consider passing that ball to a colleague?
9: Well, he had just had a bad game, and as I said, it summed up his performance. You know, he wasn't but at his space best, was and there, his, wasn't it? I mean, the keeper. Two thoughts on his mind. Yeah, the keeper's come off happens. his line,
0: and there was so much space for him to take it around the keeper. Really surprising.
3: Thanks for listening to the Champions League podcast. We'll be back again next week for more of the best insight and analysis. See you then. <laughs>